Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. My name is Michael Beck with Adam Nielsen and Mr. Handsome Roberts. Hello, everybody. What is up? I don't know. Just uh, just hanging out with our water, Joe. Yeah, Adam has a Adam's opener. No, Adam's opener. Like no, no, we're not. Yeah, listen, everybody's all about the opener. <sighs> Tell me about your opener, if you know what I mean. But why, Robbie? You know why. <laughs> Everybody gets it. Everyone gets it but you. It's so dumb. I don't... And it's a great segment. It's not. Adam's opener. It's a perfect way to start the show. We've gone almost a year not really knowing how to start the show, just kind of ad-libbing through it. If you can go straight into Adam's opener, I mean, that that just... That well, tees, I feel like the, it ad-lib, the ad-lib works best. You're what? the only one. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Water right, let's, let's open this up. Let's so... so it, for some odd reason, this was extremely popular with with you guys, uh, the listeners. When we when I showed Michael the picture of the water Joe, so I was walking around at High V, our local grocery store chain, and uh, found these pretty big bottles, twenty three and a half fluid ounce bottles for ninety nine cents a piece, which is incredibly reasonably priced water, frankly. So, for those that don't remember exactly, the water Joe was the caffeinated water that yes. you talked about. Yes. Um. As you mentioned, it's 23 or so ounces. 85 milligrams of caffeine per serving. Which is equivalent to one cup of coffee. Which there's one one bottle is one serving, yep. according to the... Yes. But there's no added sugar. That's zero, zero, zero all the way down. So this is just water. They say it's water, and they say it tastes like water. Uh, it's cool packaging. The bottle looks cool. It looks like... Isn't there another so. company that has like this curved bottle? Yes, yeah, smart it's water. Smart, smart water. water. Yeah, so it looks like a smart water bottle, but it says Water Joe, and it's it, probably uh, just repackaged. And then ninety nine cents, shit. they say. Yeah, Ooh, Adam's got his open already. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, so we're gonna try. Use, this. Why aren't you? I hate those stupid little like squeeze spout things. That's why it's it's I drink sporty. water like a man. No, you sporty. no, you don't. This yes, is no, this is how men drink water. Men are in hurries and they need this. No, that's dumb. <laughs> See how quickly I drank that? See, now you're spilling yours. You spilled, Look, you, spilled spilled water. you spilled it on your... Yeah, how are you supposed I, to review I, water if you don't get it in your mouth? It's not on your shirt. Adam's opener's in his mouth. It's got a weird... It's fine. It's just water. It doesn't taste like anything but it water. It tastes like water, Robbie. You're just tasting that bottled water, water I'm, I'm taste. Ta- I'm tasting the plastic of the spigot. Yeah, so don't, I don't Don't lick the like spigot. Maybe, maybe Adam has a point then. No. Because that's where you get the germs on the... On it, the edge. Actually, it just tastes exactly like water, Robbie. With so your, I'm, I'm all about I can, this. I can taste the caffeine. This is a <laughs> <laughs> Robbie's highly tuned. He's a foodie on his on his uh, free time. I am. Don't don't judge me. This is good for me though. Today. I'm in on it. I like this. But stuff. if this would be great for the racetrack, yeah. right? If you need I water, wish they were sponsoring us because I would really. <laughs> we could talk be all about, about it. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to talk about it more for free. Episodes. But if they want to pay us. <laughs> I'd be all about that. Robbie's done with the year opener because he doesn't want to. No. Doesn't want to give any yeah. too much. Away. Everyone should go buy caffeinated water. I don't care what brand, but Water Joe is good. <laughs> they so are sponsoring Michael, this segment. To Michael, be completely the, transparent. The, the water expert, our resident water expert. I know it's not the joke mineral, is, right? Or the, sparkly, or this weird. Whole joke stemmed from me and my different types of water that and I drink. The the name is pronunciable. Pronounceable, yeah. whatever that word is, not that. Word. That's not. <laughs> that's not. It. Uh, yeah, it just tastes like water. Exactly. I mean, in all seriousness, if you went to a gas station and you were out racing or you're going to be outside and you wanted water, but you wanted something with caffeine, this is a much better option than energy. Many drink. other things. Okay, start. Yeah. 
Defin- oh, Dew. definitely. Oh, Monster. Yeah, yeah. Nuclear. It's a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. What's the other rooster booster? <laughs> I <laughs> could still get my rooster booster, but uh, come and go stop carrying nuclear. Ugh. I'm so mad. Just that's probably best. No, it's not, Robbie. Like eighty year old Adam is going to be <laughs> much better off with water, Joe. With water, Joe. Than nuclear. Than, yeah. They sell this in cases though, and and like regular like Aquafina case bottled water sized bottles. So I think I might have to get in on this action. It's not any more expensive than water. It might be cheaper, which than is slightly water confusing. <laughs> like if you're going to buy this is the problem I have with everything. It would, if you were going to buy like smart water, it would have been more expensive, like two fifty for yeah. the same amount of water. A right. liter of Aquafina costs more than a liter of Coca Cola at Casey. Do, do that math for you. Robbery. So, Water Joe, it is people. Not ten ten stamp stamp of approval. Not I got sponsored. I got another water for you for next week. Yeah, actually, Robbie's got a. Apparently, this is going to become a bit. He's okay. got a water for me to drink next week, and then I said I was going to get some. Was is it just bo- was a box of water? What, box water in a box. Water in a box. So new waters every week. <laughs> I don't know why, but why listen, not? this is the most requested thing that we've ever done. Okay, we had, so anybody had that doesn't people- like it, I'm just telling you right now. Several people, a large handful of people, said. Will you drink the water, Joe? Water on the? I'm not shitting you. I can't make I this know, shit up. I know. The other thing was a lot of people asked us about the breakfast pizza, but I don't want to eat on a podcast because that's just not a good look. We've already made enough weird noises on this show as it is, so I'm with you. Eating eating on a microphone is like the worst thing you can do. Yes. That's that's the sound of everybody shutting their phone off and no longer <laughs> listening to this show. So anyway, that was a great opener, Adam, if you yes. know what I mean. Yeah, I know what Thank you Thank you for sharing that. Everybody knows what I mean. No, they know what we mean. You I'm just going to embrace it. Then it won't be funny anymore. Yeah, right. You'll You're never right. embrace I can't. it. You're right. No, uh, it would be expected then, because no. like I said, it's a good... It's not, that show moving. It gets the show moving. Robbie, I'm gonna, I am gonna. got to ride around in your car, and it was awesome. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. It makes nice noises. It makes nice noises, but not in the engine area, because it sounds like a... This, I don't it's know. The power steering pump is so angry. About it sounds being supercharged. In. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't, though. It I think sounds it's like my power oh, steering pump's ruined. Well, at low speeds, it does. But when you're you know, on it, it sounds like supercharged. All right, I'll just leave it. Just floor it all it, the time. It works, so I can't complain. My power steering pump just screams because it's in the 240. I think it's going to explode. That's your fine. power steering rack. But I think I'm going to have the exact same problem. So I'm we'll not, figure it out. not being critical. You know, just, that's. Where's your car at these days? It's chilling Michael. in the shop. Well, yeah, I, but I like it, at a truck. level of completion, where's it at? Um, have, oh, have you done anything with it? Yeah, it's uh, it's not sucking up water correctly, so I got to figure out what's going on there because that's a bummer. It's not cooling itself effectively. Ooh, that's not fun. So it's just a matter of I think there's a lot of air in it, and there was a leak on the back of the block, which or on the back of the head, which is typically where you want to have a leak because you can't get to it. Oh, that's it's a perfect place for it. Right. So we were sorting that out last weekend and doing some other stuff, organizing. But hopefully, since it's going to be a shitty weekend, you get, get to work done. on it instead of racing, which is kind of a 50-50 deal. I'd much rather be racing. I would rather be racing at Iowa Speedway, even if it is an autocross, because that's cool, and you're inside Iowa Speedway, and there's just a coolness about that, and it's a nice surface, but it's going to be 37 and raining and on ra- Sunday, and I already did that. that. Not I already did that this year, There's and it nothing was not that fun. sounds fun about 37 and raining when it comes to autocross. Call me a like a We're gonna sunny day racer. I don't fair even weather care. fans. It's I'll fine. race in the rain. I don't have a problem with that. But when it's thirty seven, 
and your car isn't like a normal car with, you know, normal heat and stuff. If it's, it's lightly raining, but like 70, 75 degrees, okay, whatever. I'll deal with it. But cold rain is the worst. I, I agree. I agree it's, completely. It's terrible. I think it would be more tolerable. Well, I can't even say it'd be more tolerable in Robbie's car. It wouldn't be. I don't know that. I don't have a heater or air conditioner. Oh, that's right. You don't have a heater either. Yeah, so you'd be really scared. Bypassing. I have a heater. Oh, but I have guy. carburetors and everything smells like gasoline, so it's not like <laughs> the most fun to use, you know what I mean? If you're sitting still. Well, I have no spark or heater, so my car's not going anywhere. Well, maybe it's a good thing it's a cold weekend. Get you some get some work done. Yeah. Stupid Omni. Damn. What was what would you say it was again? I think that it's the Unilite chip in my Mallory Unilite distributor. Okay, so explain that. That is not the coil inside the distributor. It's not the because some of those have the coil in the distributor. So I have a separate MSD blaster pack coil. A master blaster? Master blaster coil. Uh, so the, the Unilite uh, distributor, instead of like a regular rotor and cap where it spins around and makes electrical contact, this has a like a disc that spins with notches in it. And the Unilite module itself has an LED on it. And then there's a... Uh, on the other side of it, there's a, you know, a light sensor of some kind, and every time that gap in the rotor goes by, that's it tells it which cylinder to fire. And so there's less, since it doesn't have the electrical contact of a standard rotor and cap, then that wear is not present, and it's more accurate. So not only are you the idea is that you're supposed to have a more reliable piece and it's a more accurate timing. But this is the second one I've replaced on this car, so I'm not convinced on the more reliable piece. Lies. <laughs> You've been sold lies. For something that doesn't wear out, it or seems part. to wear out really fast. Yeah, and it's a hundred dollar part. Just not the part, the, yeah. not the distributor. Just, yeah. yeah, just the the chip, the light source and the light meter are a hundred bucks. That sucks. But yeah. hey, it could be a lot worse. I guess. Could be worse. But my ignition system's a, just a mess because that, that car. He, he's got like wires that go into a wire loom one color and come out the other end a different color. <laughs> uh, I don't think he did that. I think I think the Italians did that. I don't. Think no, that no, these are not car. original wires to the car. So you say. Because I removed them, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah we the, talked the, about this. The, Pulled the OEM harness the, out. Uh, harness that wasn't attached yeah. to anything. But I have, a, I have a spare motor that has a distributor, but I can't use it because I don't have the original ignition computer that's mounted on the firewall because I don't need it in that car, so it's not there. And I never had it, so I can't put it back in. Damn. So I can't even just put the stock mechanical distributor on there and move on with life. Just got to get that Unilite thingy. Yeah, which I haven't done because... It's going to rain. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I, this is what always happens. When it's shitty out, I'm really unmotivated to do anything about fixing my car, and then it gets nice out, and it's not fixed. But, bro, you have the dopest heater of all time. I don't use it, though. You should use it. I'm seriously, like, the, the anything heater is, like, the, the greatest. technological marvel of this generation, in my mine needs, mine needs torn down and cleaned out real well. What's it called? What's it actually called? I don't know. I have the slightest clue what it's it, called. It's a heater you can literally put inter- any fuel in. It's one of those torpedo oh. heaters. Yeah. It's one of those torpedo heaters. You just heaters. put anything in. And as long as it burns, it's happy. Like, See, the problem is if I owned one of those, I'd put stupid shit in it. Well, like yeah. Vodka just to see what it could do. And port and, you know. It sounds like a YouTube video. Well, I, 
Will it burn? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me, because I'll probably do it. Yeah, you'll be mad if you Seriously, like, if somebody's like, oh, it's a flammable... how much glow plugs cost before we start burning through them. Like people, like, people be like, oh, this is a flammable liquid. I'm like, oh, really? That's cool. And then come back and steal some of it later. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put it in the heater. Does it work? Yes! I don't know why I'm so enamored with that. My dad used to have a waste oil heater in yeah, our shop. Yeah. And then, so you you were allowed to change your oil at our house, but you had to leave it there when you were done. So that worked out well. I think that's fair. I hate having to dispose of my oil. Yeah, he just had like a big bulk oil tank and we just had to transfer it, which is kind of, and it, they're really dirty. You got to like clean them out a lot. Oh, that so they're suck. very labor intensive, but they work really well and they're free. Free so. fuel. Definitely. I saw a picture. I couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was like a really old ad, but somebody was talking about dig a hole in your backyard, dump all your used oil in it, and then fill it with sand. I was like, I had a popular mechanics uh, label on the bottom. It did? What? Yeah, that was like. It was a, legit? That was apparently what they considered to be the perfectly reasonable way to dispose of your oil in the like 60s. Yeah, it was like dig a hole in your backyard. You'd put the. Would you put the sand in first? Or I think the oil? it was uh, fine gravel, but you filled <laughs> oh, up. Right. You filled that up, and then you poured yeah. the oil down in there, and then you just covered it with dirt. And they said it would go away by the next time you. Uh, that's by not, the next time you had to do an oil change. That's not true. It did that's, go away. It's technically gone. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if that was a spoof or not, but... Oh, I don't man. think it was. I think it was just a lack of understanding from 1961. I think somebody shared it on the Lemons page. Maybe that's where we saw it. I don't I was remember like, where I saw it. Don't, nobody oh, fall for that. It's no, definitely on Facebook. Nobody please do I don't know that. why those memes always annoy me more than they should. They anger me so much. It, I think it's because like, I feel bad. Drill a hole in your radiator for more surface area. God, those make me so mad. I feel bags like I, I know somebody's done it like that that's there's one person that believed it and fucked up the, something. the grease on your brake pads thing grease on your brake somebody pads. did do that oh yeah because i Started saw a fire i saw a, a, a picture or something of it and they were all jacked up and i think they got in a car accident as a result so it can ha- i know people I, are dumb i understand that people and, believe you know, what they see i know but some people just don't know and it's not it's not a good idea just don't. Just hold it in. I don't like those memes. They just annoy me. I'm with you. Someone's going to post them you, on our... I know. They give me anxiety because I feel bad for the person that didn't <laughs> fall for it. Rob's responsible. No, he, he's trying to be Rob's responsible. I'm trying to be. He's trying to just save, an all around save good guy, people from their Robbie? stupidity. I'm not nearly an all No. <laughs> <laughs> selling yourself short, Robbie. Nah. I'm trying to give you a compliment here. You're just not letting me. Too humble. Can't handle it. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want it. So anyway... Where can we find us? We can find oh, that's us. That's a good point. It's a great transition, Robbie. We, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, 1010s Podcast, at the number 1010s Podcast on Twitter, 1010s Podcast on YouTube. Oh, yes. You can find us on Car Throttle and Drive Tribe, if you so choose. I think that's it. Go to 1010spodcast.com. Rate, find the store. Rate, review. Absolutely. Rate, rate and review. We should do this great. more often. Share with your friends. Bring that 10 10 thing around. Sharing is caring. There you go. I like it. Share if if every single one of you shared this with a friend of yours, we'd have 20 listeners. And that leads to more money. We'd sell one more shirt probably and get us one step closer to buying cool stuff for the show. Robbie wants to buy a lot of things here. Later. I know. Robbie's been very spendthrift, which is very weird for you, sir. Yes. Robbie has seen the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to like really nice camera equipment. And now he's like, we need dude. 
need this again. Have you, that's have you a seen hint. how bad Go the quality is of my camera? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you've been dealing with a whole different. But that been, wasn't that camera from your skating days, though. Isn't yeah. that an old camera? It's an old camera. The, no, the the Sanyo's not that old, but yeah, it's, it's not. Uh, or wait, which camera? Oh. Yeah, that's the only other camera you have. Is that I had Sanyo. an even older one. We were skating, but this is oh, okay. like what I bought right towards the end, and it's not very good. But I mean, it it's okay. Yeah. How old is it? I don't know, six years maybe. So much has changed over. Well, I mean, yes. think about what's changed. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying six years. My God. Te- yeah, technology. Technology is just so crazy. You handed it to me, and I thought it was a flip phone. It is kind of like a flip <laughs> phone because it's got a flip out screen on it. Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" <laughs> it was high quality for. This like, is way bigger than a razor, bucks. Robbie. Where'd you get this? Yep, but I liked it when it first came out. It was it was pretty decent quality for the price. And now it's, you know, basically a rock. Is yeah. that the one I got a picture of you splitting your head open with, or a video? No, that maybe? was uh, that was the older camera. The oh, okay. new, the new newer camera is better. Those were the days, Michael. Yeah. You missed out. I did. I probably did miss. Yeah, out. concussions, broken arms, broken legs. I'm glad. You know what? You know what? My skating career consisted of. I tried skateboarding for you a while. You fell down one time and hurt your arm. I didn't fall down. I tried to do a uh, kickflip, and literally the board just like a magnet straight into my nuts, and that was it. For <laughs> that's that's called you got cre- credit card. Credit carded. <laughs> yep. I was like, well, I guess I'm not doing that anymore. Did you go to skate at the park in your hometown? No. Single most dangerous skate park I've ever been to. And I know that someone was killed there. One of my and that one was of my, not even one of my referencing fr- that. Yeah. She wasn't my friend, but she was the sister or I was friends with the sister. And it's like, man, that's a that's a bum deal, man. Wait. That was a bum. You're talking about the Indianola skate park? Yeah. That's the one with the uh, overdrop. With, yes, with the the quarter pipe that's got more than 90 degrees of vert on it. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a it's like a look, wave. If you so stand and look it. down, it 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 actually goes around and then in and then back out again. Hell yeah, oververt or whatever they call it. Metal. Yeah, we called it oververt. Well, the, uh, the reason it was so bad is because they hired a bunch of pool builders to make skate parks in the Midwest for a while. I remember they must so, have been pushing that because they, so they're like, yeah, we can build a skate park, we can build pools. They're basically the same thing, and then they build horrible, dangerous skate parks like the one in Indianola, which is all. Downhill in one direction, which is also really bad. Yes, it is. Yep. To be fair, the girl that died there was not like actively skating. No. When she died. Oh, she. So died. she there was a it was a freak accident. And she fell and hit her head. Oh yeah. But she wasn't skating at the time. It was just. No, I understand. Just, so anyway, bringing the tone of this showdown. Sorry about that. But yeah. Anyway, but I agree. Car things or something. This is not a car show. It's a water show it's and a, it's a skating show. So yeah, I'm good straight. with that. I don't know. Anything I was like, let's do roller. I can talk about skating. Inline skating <laughs> weekly podcast sponsored by a water company. We'd be the most popular one. We probably would be more popular than we are right now. <laughs> Apparently, water and food is a much more popular category. We could shoot thing. straight to number one. Don't disagree. Right now, we're just the best we could manage is number is 11, 11. 11, yeah. It's not even a podium finish. It's kind of disgusting, actually. No, you don't even get a ribbon at 11. No. Well, you do now. Yeah, everybody gets a participation ribbon. But, uh, yeah, I was there. Here's my ribbon. Yep, exactly. <laughs> better move this on before anything bad yeah, happens. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's talk about our topic. Who wants to introduce that? Go for it, Robbie. Wasn't my idea. But anyways. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this <laughs> shit. Uh, don't wrap me up in this. But uh, Hemmings, that's the website, Hemmings.com. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's, po- what's the name of this thing that they do? Because we've, we've, we took another bit from Yeah, them. this has not been the first time Hold we've on, let me uh, see. stolen give a bit full credit for what this thing's called. Open Diff. Hemmings Open Hemmings Open Diff. Hemmings Open Diff. Anyways, they had an article talking about the best road trip car. And to get it out of the way, 
They could not be more wrong. It's definitely not the Fox it's Body Mustang. The Fox Body Mustang is not good for anything. <laughs> definitely not road tripping. It's good for like a. It's great for drag racing, demolition derbies, lemons races, uh, bonfire, bonfires, back back. Did you see road driving? Did you see the video that thirteen twenty video posted about demolition drag racing? I thought it was the greatest <laughs> idea ever. No, well, what <laughs> does to, that mean? You have to make contact with the opponent at least once before crossing the finish line. <laughs> This, this somebody's gonna die. This Cletus guy, whatever his name is. <laughs> somebody's gonna die every single time. It's not a bad idea. No, it's a terrible. What are you, what are you idea. trying to like thin the herd, Robbie? What do you mean it's not a bad idea? But yeah, I you guys see it. So you guys bad. do that. You go ahead. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a great idea. The way triple or triple eight uh, figure eight racing is a good idea. I want to watch it, so but bad. I don't want to participate. In I don't want to pay to participate. I'll, just, do it for, I'll do it for free. It's just like figure eight racing. Great to watch. No interest in participating. But if you had a figure eight car to do it in, that's a different story. Yeah, if you had a slow, like a front wheel drive, like a Cavalier fuck. with a cage in it, that's already beat up. Or a Fox Body Mustang. Or I think Fox that, Body that's Mustang. what they're supposed to. I mean, I'm sure they're not out there, you know. 3,000 horsepower pro mods making contact with each other at 200 miles an hour. I, mean, I don't want to limit the sport on the top end. If people want to put money into it, you know, sponsorship, yeah, Panasonic yeah, cars, be my guest. You know, tequila sponsor. So if you have a figure eight car and you want to see us drive, <laughs> if you want to see us crash into somebody else, please contact Get a hold us. 1010 podcast at gmail.com. I would totally drive that. I just don't want to have to pay for it. I don't want to drive it, but you better be careful what you wish for because I might be able to hook that up. Don't mess with me. I'll do it. <laughs> This, is the, this is the same argument I had at work a while back when I made a comment. Oh, PBR is coming to town. You know, we can watch bull riding. Oh, God. And Robbie like, is bull riding. Bull riding. It's fucking awesome. I didn't go. But but then he goes, yeah, they do open ride at this place down south. And I'm like, oh. You want to ride a open bull? Open ride? I like a challenge. I don't care if it could yeah, kill me. Bu- what, Start with a mechanical What do you mean bull, a Robbie? challenge? I can say I rode a bull. It's all about it's the all, story. It's all right? about living It's all life. about the anecdote for Robbie. Yes. I just I could do backflips on rollerblades. I could do front flips on rollerblades. See, he's done. I rode a bull. All right. Jess can say she went skydiving. I can't say that. I'm we need to go skydiving. We're going to. Didn't I never we talk about this, this a year ago that we were going to go skydiving. I'll I want to go skydiving so bad. I think that's the one thing I'd be nervous about. I'd ride a two thousand pound bull before I jump out of an yeah, airplane. Yeah, but th- all you got to do is get in the airplane. because they're going to kick your ass out of the airplane. She's strapped to somebody most of the time. Yeah, that's true. The first time you don't. She have a did choice. her first one solo. I wouldn't do that. How? She went through the whole, like... Did she lie? No, she went through the, the school <laughs> thing. A hundred times I've done this. Yeah. <laughs> she went through the, the skydiving school, which takes forever, apparently, and then they'll let you go on your own. I don't think it's worth it. I think I just strap myself to I just want the experience of, of the yeah. Blade. Well, careful with your phrasing, but yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you do what you <laughs> want It's supposed do. to be weird. Just let it happen. I'm not here to discourage you from doing what you want to do, but yeah, I'm just... I'm all about living life and doing crazy shit. When I'm 80, I want to look back at all the crazy I stuff that. I did. I understand that. My limit is bull riding. Oh, dude, I totally That's know. all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm drawing the line at bull riding and figure eight racing. No, I'm in for figure eight racing. Drag racing. Actually, well, until I get my herniated disc fixed, but I got... You'll figure it out. Legally prescribed drugs for that, so it's going to be fine. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that that was clear. He's going to bulk gonna, up, though. Yeah. Yeah, now's the time to start lifting. You got I need to go lift for like the next week. But you can't because you have a herniated disc. <laughs> figure that out later. <laughs> Shit isn't working. My back still hurts. <laughs> Why do you weigh 10 pounds more than you did a month but ago? I what? 20%. What? This is awesome. What are all these questions about? No, I haven't been in the gym. <laughs> we are off the rails. This is a podcast not about falling out of airplanes so, or lifting at all. This podcast is about the greatest road tripping vehicles. 
because it's not the Fox body. It's Mustang. not the. What was the other thing that he said that was also wrong? Didn't he have a second or he had a first car? Oh, I don't know. His I just focused on the Fox body Mustang being so terribly wrong. Oh, it was a Cadillac. It was like a like a boat, like yeah, a big old boat. Which I can see that. I could see it, but no. no. It needs a little bit better gas mileage <laughs> for me. And you have know. you ever driven like an old? Nope. Like big car, like we had a seventy. I'm gonna be wrong. Seventy two Monte Carlo. Changing lanes is kind of terrifying. Yeah, and it's like a whole like, literally, boat, like, like oh god, I'm gonna be sick, sort of thing. But that was a th- that was the thing, man. When I was little, my grandparents had a maroon, like, eighties, I think, or maybe nineties Cadillac, uh, Deville. Hell yeah! With hell yeah, they did maroon. Crushed velvet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And I remember it being very wafty and woo. Every time, every once in a while I see one of those come up for sale and it's so bad that I'm like, man, maybe. <laughs> I should just buy that. I should just buy that. I want this. I want spokes though. I want the spoke hubcaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that. I want it to. I want white walls. I can't be for sure, but I think that might have been. I, thing I mean, theirs. I feel like I need to experience it and experience the crushed velvet and. The thing I Have the thing moment. I remember the most, other than the ridiculous interior, was that you would close the trunk, and it would stop like two inches from being closed. It would latch, and then it would pull itself shut. Yeah, Ooh. that Keep was your the- fingers out of there though, because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> stop. No. <laughs> That was the thing for a while. Like you'd have these the soft closed doors. I mean, I'm sure that's still a thing. Do you remember in the no? I mean, like in the 90s. Like if somebody got a Cadillac, they're like, "Hey, come check out these check doors, it. bro!" And like, yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, it's it's now everyone has it. Yeah, it's not it's not cool it's anymore. Not, but yeah, back, I remember in the 90s, somebody being like, "Bro, you gotta check this out." When I was six in the 90s, <laughs> bro, get over here, and check this shit out. Like, why is this stranger talking to me? You had a My weird parents have told me about this. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> What'd you guys choose for cars? God, this is this is what happens when we drink caffeinated water before so we I start can't. a show. I didn't drink much. I'll try to keep it on the rails here. You want to pick a car then, Robbie? While we, well, I can, I can tell let's, you. Let's talk about what we define as being a good road trip. A good road trip. What car. are your requirements before we pick well, cars? If you're going to be the completely responsible way of doing this, the only logical answer is a minivan. And I know you're. He's both not here. incorrect, actually. And I'm not like. The, I hate how right he is, actually. If you're going to drive, and for the sake of this argument, I'm assuming we're driving from here to Miami or New York to LA. That's like the the, the whole point trip, of this road yeah. trip is that we're driving to and from far away yep. and then going back. So, 26 straight hours in the car. Round trip. Right. So, obviously, if you're traveling with more than two people, a minivan's the only option. And I realize that's the most boring responsible answer I could come up with because the gas mileage is good and it's comfortable. And the it's annoyingly are, comfortable. They've got so much equipment in them now. Yeah, we got backup cameras. We got XM radio. Yep. Leather. Basically, heated, basically cool. drive themselves. Yep. He's right. So I think this is a revelation that a lot of people have been starting to have lately. But minivans are better than crossover SUVs. Oh, hell yes, they oh, are. Oh, yeah. Because Twice. minivans are unapologetically what they are and crossovers are really bad at being everything they try to be they're they're not a car no but they're not an suv and they can't do the things that those two categories do independently by themselves they can't well that like a full-blown suv like a suburban or like a denali or whatever you know those huge ones that's just a big-ass truck they're built on truck chassis for a reason exactly so driving that across the country while comfortable 
It's not as practical as a minivan. But anyways, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I was hoping I'd get more flack for that, but thanks for not doing I that. I hate <laughs> how right you are. I don't though. want That's one. That's the problem. I don't yeah, want I'm one. not running no. out and buying one, despite the fact that Katie sends me one or two a day. Nope, don't do I'm it. not wow. running out and buying wow. one. Unless it's got a turbocharger on it, you say no. I think there's one of those sitting in a grove down the street from my house. Get it. I kind of want to. You should get it. That'd be awesome. And a turbo, turbo Dodge ca- Caravan, that would be hilarious. It is you, and you must do it. <laughs> because it brings it all together. It brings the family <laughs> and the Turbo Dodge with the actual turbo and the whole thing. It's the whole package. It'd be funny to like roll into Cars and Coffee and just like present it like I'm serious about it. Like Check, the, check like, it out. Check this thing out. It is dope city. Like the guy who has the BMW i3 wears a shirt that says, ask me about my BMW i3. Good, bro. I thanks. could be that guy about a Turbo Caravan. You could. I don't know. I, I would encourage it. We have that guy at our cars and coffee, by the way. I we know. do. He's a, and he's got a buddy that has a Tesla, and they show. I think actually season. he's. I think they he is the same person. I think one of those is his wife's, and the other one oh, is his. Shit, really? Because yes. you know what? His did we talk about this the in Tesla the episode? That says last year, because his wife, who's like seventy years old, is the flyest old woman in the entire <laughs> world. Because dude, she had a flat build Tesla hat on, and she was wearing that shit forward. I was like, dude. That's awesome. She is. She's. I love that Tesla has a flat build hat. You she was buy. into the. She was doing the look. I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad. I kind of want a flat build Tesla hat. <laughs> wow. But anyways, did so, you have a car on your list there? Robbie? So, by definition, a good road trip car has to be able to drive you from New York to LA and back comfortably, with decent mileage, and can be fun at the same time. Okay. What do you get? So I'm also going to throw out that if it's a coupe. Like a two-door car or a sports car? Yep. Not an option. So I, I I assume one of you has one, but... Well, so we didn't define road trip. Are we just... Is this just me and my significant other? No. Or is it me and three of three. my best friends? It's us three. It's us three. We did a... Mini road trip. That yeah. was really not a two-door, though. It was a three-door. And the Veloster... Robbie Veloster. bitched about it the whole time. Why would you have three doors? <laughs> Still angry. It's not practical enough for him. It's... But what, 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 what? Just put another door. <laughs> no, Ravi. No. No, it's dangerous. That opens into traffic. It's for the, it keeps the chill. This is safe. responsible. It is responsible. So, it's so stupid. He's still angry. But plus, if you don't put a door on that side, the driver gets a longer door, so they got a little more space. They get in and out easier. Veloster is not the answer for that daily practicality. Yeah, it's very practical, Ravi. I hope that's what you for, picked. No, I don't. I don't have a Veloster on here. Oh, no, was a, that was not a fun drive. <laughs> Robbie is very angry. <laughs> Robbie volunteered to take the back every time, and he's bigger than me, and I don't know why he was doing it. The fun part about the Veloster is that if you have a tall person in the back and you slam the hatch <laughs> closed, you could knock him out. Uh-huh. And there's actually you could do that with my TT, too. There's a depiction in the back of a guy getting knocked out saying, don't, don't knock your friends out when you close the hatch. Or do, depending on how you feel about him. Yeah, there was a warning on my on the door sill of my TT that said you couldn't have someone over 4'10 in the back seat. <laughs> Robbie rode all, like a two and a half hour trip in the back seat of that car. Yep, and then so did Ryan. who was even bigger than me. Not taller though. No, not taller. He's a bigger guy, but he's not taller. I thought he was taller than me, but no, he's you, right. you're taller. Robbie, what's your car? All right, you're gonna be surprised. If I was driving from New York to LA, I would want a Dodge Charger SRT8 because that would be fun. I thought about this. I thought about putting this on my list, and I have a counter. The thing that I chose instead of that. So, because I'm sure that you have these things because you're Robbie. Gas mileage, 
Nope, don't have them. Really? It, it's a big V8, so it's probably not as good as it could be. <laughs> not as good as my other two options I picked, but I think it'd be worth it. It's, it can't be that bad. It's probably right, still like right. low 20s, I bet. It's probably low, yeah. <clears throat> I just feel like it wouldn't quite shut up enough to be comf- comfortable past that like 10-hour mark when you're annoyed that you're still driving. Oh, That's why oh I, shit, I'm way wrong. What, what's it get? That's an ant on my computer. What do you get ants in your house, dude? What is it? It's 23 miles to a gallon on the highway. 14 in the city. That's not terrible. It's not ideal. 23 is not bad. On Bro, the- I get 15 every single day. <laughs> that's, why, that's why your car is <laughs> not an option. I'm not worried about it. It's probably on his list, though. Let's it's not real. on my list. No, it's too impractical. It's, the mileage is too bad. And the mileage is too bad. It will get 20 if you're babying it, but... I, I did not pick it. You don't buy a Trailblazer SS to drive around like a pussy, though. No, I agree. <laughs> America. You got to hear America. that America coming out of your exhaust pipe. You got to troll those Ford GT or Ford Mustang GTs. It's true. You do. Do you have a story to tell us? No, I don't. Okay. Any other debate on his car? I think it's going to be too noisy. I don't think it'd be too noisy. Oh, the SRTs? Those suckers are not quiet. I'll bet it's not bad. In, I'll bet it's not a bad place to be inside, though. I think I'd be annoyed yeah, bet, after 10 hours. Well, the... I think the the V8 sound is less droney, and I think it would be w- much better than uh, like I guess I, I'm comparing it to the 240, but that's again yeah, right. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think you're you're worrying about it's a stock exhaust. What are you looking up over there? Exhaust noises. Oh, <laughs> my counter to his, and the reason I didn't pick his is because I did a Genesis R spec sedan. See, that's not that loud. That would be this. annoying after eight hours. But he's revving it. That's not what it's going to sound like doing 75 down the interstate. I think it's going to be too loud. It's a, he's also got an expensive exhaust. Most of the time driving around, I think you're going to be fine. Like 99% of the time you own that car, you're going to be fine. But I'm, I'm saying hour 12, it's dark out, you're tired. You just want that just slight it, hum just to stop. No, it'll keep you awake. No, it'll drive Robbie you mad. On this one. I Plus, think you're wrong. 470 horsepower, that'd be fun to drive, like going through the mountains in Colorado, just whipping it around corners. Because when I think fun mountain drive cars, I think <laughs> Charger SRT8. Well, yeah, you're not going that fast. <laughs> I, I still think the Genesis R-Spec is, is more correct. It gets better fuel economy, too, and it's quieter. You're not wrong, although it is a Hyundai. It is. Which, you know what that means? It's going to fall apart by the time you get back. It's got a 10, that doesn't ten make year, any sense. 100,000 mile warranty. That makes no sense whatsoever. Way better warranty than the, the That thing's going to fall apart because it's made by Italians. That's, no, that's true. Do Dodgers even have warranties? <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't honor them. They're probably fake. Just to make you feel better. It's true. It helps you sleep at night knowing that I got a warranty. So, I went way differently. Okay. I, I thought much smaller. Smaller, like a like a like a coupe. No, I did think four door, but my first my first thought was like a a Mark Seven Golf GTI four door. You know what? That was on that. Yeah, I was thinking fun. It's got four doors. The hatch is fairly ruby, but it's going to get mid to upper thirties mileage. It's going to be you know quiet on the road. It's a comfortable place to be. But I they're thought, not very big. I'll give you that. If, no. You know, us three would be all right in it, but we couldn't be much bigger than we are. Mark 7 GTI was also almost on my list. So I'll give you that one. That's where I, I, that's that's where I was headed. 
Yep, I agree. So I think, oh, think it would be a fun one. car. You just got to, like, maybe maybe Google Volkswagen uh, dealerships between the way. where you are and where you're parts. going just in case. It's good to know. It's good to be prepared. And if you're anywhere near 70,000 miles. In the words of my dad, if you have it, you won't need it. So just know where they are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. True. <laughs> Did anybody else have any other cars? I had a backup, and I'm kind of ashamed of it. Okay, let's hear. Actually, your both these I'm backup. kind of ashamed of. My backup is like my my Trump card. I think it's legit, and you guys probably won't agree. But anyway, Mine continue. An 07 WRX. Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your problem? With I just can't. Is it modified? No, it's oh gosh, okay. no. Bone okay. stock. If it's stock, maybe. They're they're very small. They're oddly small, though. No, they're not. Have you been in one? We should yes. get in one once. They are oddly small. An 07? Oh, they're tiny. Oh, man, I've been in 07. I would not ride in the back of that car. What year is Bill's? 2011. They're a little bit bigger. Okay, that would be a newer gen one. Or 2012, maybe. That's right. Yeah, it's the it's newer the next gen. gen, at yep. least. Yeah, but those are... That's a Hawkeye and a Blobeye, right? No. No? Hawk, he picked a Hawkeye. He picked a Hawkeye? Yep. Blobeye okay. would be 04 to 05. Right, and then bug eyes before. Okay. Yep, and then Hawkeye's oh six oh seven. Yeah, you know. I don't know why Subaru I know this. Things. Yeah, it's weird. Scott's gonna give me shit because I always talk shit about Subarus. Hi, I Scott. Know. I know you do. <laughs> but no, I in a stock one I could maybe see it. I wouldn't want to put more than two people in a stock one. That would be because I don't want to. I don't want to sit in the back seat. Then you can drive. Anybody with me on this? I've never been in the back seat of a Subaru. So okay. I, I don't know. I can't say for certain. Okay. I've only been in the front seat of Subarus and only once at that. Why did you pick a 2007? I think it'd be fun. It'd be a fun car to drive. And it's somewhat practical. There's enough room for all our crap. Especially if you get the hatch. If us three were driving to Atlanta for grid life this end of the summer, we could fit all our shit. I'm going to make a statement, and it's probably going to be wrong, but I'm fairly certain you cannot get in the United States a 2006 through 2007 Hawkeye WRX in a wagon. No, you I've get said a hatch. it and it's probably wrong. No, you cannot. No, I don't want They're it. all trunk cars? I think they're all trunk cars unless you've got a Impreza. I think you can get an Impreza. Oh. Probably wrong, but there, I'm just Robbie. throwing it out there. Someone can tell me if I'm wrong, but you I just swap think it. Apparently, I don't know. We know a guy who could swap do it, it in like 30 minutes. So. That'd be cool. Yeah, Rob could build you one. You could get a blob eye and put a Hawkeye front know, on it. I know more than one person <laughs> who could make that happen in an afternoon. Yeah, that's really all I got. So I had one that I thought I would do, like, if it was just me and my significant other, like, we're going out to Yellowstone for our honeymoon or something, we decided we're going to drive. Okay. I would want uh, the new gen Mustang GT convertible, or Mustang with the EcoBoost as a convertible. That'd be fun. That's that's actually what I was hoping to get when I was in Florida. I got stuck with a stupid Camaro. So the EcoBoost will get, you know, I, I assume they get a little bit better gas mileage. The, the I, think GT they get, I think they get pretty good Although the G2s, yeah, so. the GTs do not bad, impressively well for what they are. But convertible, because just going out and hanging out with my, my sweetie pie or whatever. Are you wearing a scarf in this scenario? I might be. <laughs> a cardigan? That's, that's, that's the problem. The only thing I could think about when we were thinking about this was literally like two people both wearing sunglasses and somebody with a scarf on with the wind flapping it behind them and they're smiling like a bunch of goofy bastards. Like, you know a, what I mean? like a Miata commercial? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, like, if I was in a Miata, I would certainly have a scarf on. I'm 
I'm mad about. You got to keep your neck warm. It's perfectly reasonable. Just get a Mercedes where they have the neck warmer. That's the air scarf. The air, the scarf, air scarf. Yeah. See, they know that you need a scarf. They've just replaced it with air. Brilliant. Yeah. What's, but your, it, what's your holy grail? Winner takes all. It's a 1970 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser with in 442 <laughs> livery with an LS3 and a 6L80E on air ride. Where'd you find that? <laughs> I made it up. Oh, actually, <laughs> on, actually, on air I think AirRide wow. has that car, or they had somebody in their booth that has that car, and I saw a picture of. It. I was like, "Ooh, four four two. Not they. I'll go out on a limb again and say they did not make a four four two Vista Cruiser, but people have converted yeah. Vista Cruisers into four four twos. But I, th- you know, I think you could do some damage on that. I mean, it would do some damage be- to your wallet, but it would, you could, you know. <laughs> But you could look it, at the things above there's you. All there's all this glass. A, and if you have people in the back, there's glass. Shit, if you only had two people, you could sleep in it because it's like it's huge. carrying around a, a I think camper. You could sleep with it with three people, frankly. Yeah, you probably You could. might have to get a little snuggly, but. Yeah. Not us. Let's not do that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason we got a, a hotel with two bedrooms in it when we went to Grid Life. <laughs> it's because you snore. <laughs> Allegedly. I've never heard myself snore. Like a chainsaw. Actually, that first night, I was I so dead to the world, I had no idea what was happening. I woke up in the morning, I was like, ah, race cars, let's go, get in the car. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, that's that, but that's like a, you know, $80,000 car, so it's not realistic. No. It's like that Icon Caprice. <laughs> that looked like a regular Caprice? Yeah, $100,000 Caprice, it looks stock. Slow your roll here. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be great, but it would, you know, it's just a caprice at the same time. Yeah, I'm, w- I'm waiting for the comments on this episode because a lot of people are going to be like, well, why don't you pick, I don't know, some ridiculous, like Rolls Royce Phantom because that'd be comfortable to drive in for that long. And, you know, like, why not the Ferrari 488 or, you know. It doesn't even cross my mind. No, no. just not. Like, if I'm driving a road trip, there's no, obviously financially, but I mean, even if I had that kind of money, like, why would. No, that's not that's not a If I had that kind of money, I might. Nah. I was trying to be semi-practical. You can I'll, get a Genesis for like 25 grand. Yeah, I tried to keep the highest one was the Charger at 45. I assume I'd rent the Mustang. I have no need for a convertible Mustang no. outside of <laughs> You don't want to live that life. Trip. No, I'm not going to live that life. That'd be a real bum- you'd be really bummed out if you had a convertible EcoBoost Mustang. I feel like you'd all the time with an automatic. Dang it, I should have bought a coupe. Feel like you'd be doing that all the time. Yeah. Damn it. The other problem is that you'll pull up to a stop. There's enough Mustangs out there, GTs, that you'd pull up to a stoplight and some guy'd pull up next to you in his GT, and you wouldn't get, be able get, to hear your get, car over yeah. his car. Yep. And you just sink down in the seat a little bit and like try to pretend that this Put isn't happening. Up, so I don't yeah. want to be here anymore. Put your power top up. Just pretend like this isn't <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> change, change, light change. <laughs> Though you could get that 550 horsepower pack thing that that one dealership's selling. Oh, yeah. You could get that. You could make that guy really embarrassed. He just there got beat go. by a what looks like a you know normal convertible rental spec Mustang and just beat him to death. He'd be very confused. Oh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I don't think we're ever going to come to an agreement on this. No, but. absolutely not. Well, here, let's kind of take this. I didn't give us any chance to think about it, but impractical, like what would be a... a fun car that you would drive cross country like in your head it, uh, an impractical car yeah like for some reason i've always had it in my head to be a fun trip to drive the entire route 66 in an old convertible must or uh, i'm not saying corvette 
like a 53 Corvette with a top down the whole fucking way. Did it make a Corvette in 53? I was just saying, I think what, what, year, <laughs> what year am I thinking of? You just could go start, see one. You could start in 54 if you wanted to. That's what I, that's sort of. That would be the round headlight one, though. Is that the one I want? No. I think you want to see two. Yeah. I don't know. 64. 63. Yeah, Is that what I'm thinking? 64? Dude, yeah. I don't know. I don't know made a convertible Corvette. No C3. You're right. It no is 64, C4. not 54. 64. 64 is what I want. Word up. That would be. I I would love to drive Route 66 someday. Oh, yeah. It, like, it'd be super uncomfortable. I'd be mad it's about at myself, point. like, halfway through going, why did I do this? Kind of like, like what I did when I was in Florida when I drove all the way half <laughs> to, to Marathon and back. I'm like, this is a long drive. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And the sun's hot. And I'm getting sunburned. And, and all I, this water looks the same. And that I, water looks like that water. And there's a boat over there that looks like the other boat. And if I put the top up on this Camaro, I can't see dick. Nope. <laughs> can't see a damn thing. Can't see behind me to the sides. Nothing. But it was, at the same time, it was worth it. Check you that have thing the, You have the anecdote. List, Robbie. Robbie is the anecdote guy. He's got, you know what I mean? He's got the story. I guess. Not, an, not anecdote. I don't think you have the anecdote, but you no. have the anecdote. The anecdote. So fair, oh. fair enough. You did it. You got to talk about it. He's the only person who's been able to check anything off the bucket list. So we've pretty much not. Hey, I was gonna revisited. contact a guy with a nine two eight, and then I I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on me. I have multiple lines on off road things for you. I do that. Know. Will will certainly be checked off this summer. I want to do that, but I also am not allowed to buy any more cars, and that's my concern with the off road thing. There's somebody's opening an off-road park over by Cambridge. <laughs> really? What do you you just <laughs> we just pull up and give them your money and you go do the yeah? That's, that's cool. A, I guess it's like it's like track day, bro, for your Jeep. So if I was like money, no object, I was thinking what I would do is build a, a pre-runner Trailblazer SS because I feel like <laughs> that would make people really angry. Think about how angry people would be about that. Especially if you took an all-wheel drive one and converted it to two-wheel drive and it was a pre-runner. People would be so fucking angry. <laughs> think about it. That'd I don't think amazing. people would be angry. I you think don't think so? Awesome. Oh, I think people would be pissed. Why would you be mad about that? People are kind of weird about, like, when I've been on the pages and stuff. Are they weird, weird about the Trailblazer? Don't, like, don't mess with it too much unless you're going to take a drag racing. Like, don't don't be lifting it. Don't be doing stupid shit to it. Just, you should pro-touring it just to mess with them. I... Pre-runner. Like, if I had the money, I would buy another one and pre-runner it and then, like, daily it and have, <laughs> see what people, how they felt about it. Like, like, like the dual shocks. on it. Yeah, dual crazy shocks. Dual and, shocks and, and, yep, yep, jacked up in the front. <laughs> like, just kind of annoyingly jacked up in the front. Like, too much. Just a little bit. <laughs> Got that crazy front bumper thing. Yeah, I get, a like, a giant metal front bumper. Put a spare iron. tire on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the dumb shit that I would do if I was rich. I wouldn't buy the Rolls Royce. I would pre-runner things that shouldn't be pre-runner. <laughs> it, would, it would cost as much as a Rolls Royce by the time I was done with it. Yeah, when I went, so I would be way cooler. when I got my much better full. Ba- I went to like Baja Kits. There's a company called I think it's called Baja Kits. You go to you know they could build you that, but it would literally cost a hundred thousand dollars. Like here's the uh, truck and a hundred thousand dollars. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Pre-running an S10 is annoyingly easy. That's why you should, I support this. You should, you should do this. If I had money, again, we're back to this. He, he, would, he would be on. Well. You could piece it together, I bet. Just, what you need to do is Craigslist. You def- I, bet I don't think bought, I could buy S10 pre-runner parts on Craigslist. I understand often. what you're saying, but I bought it. I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying, and this is, this is just my experience, but I did buy an LT1 swap kit for an FCRX7 off of Craigslist for $100. 
I think that that's... You're the only person ever, though. <laughs> that was the gods shining down and saying, here you go, here is your... Here's Did you your... do that before you bought the car? Like, no, well, I, had I bought the... the swap kit, so now I have to buy a car. No, I had the car. It's not the end. And I got, I literally went, oh, Granny's makes a swap kit. Craigslist, swap kit for sale. I was like, what in the fuck is this? I bet there's not a lot of long travel dual shock with remote reservoirs for S10s locally on Craigslist. I'm just saying you never know. That's, That's why we I'm go saying. on a road trip to go get it. That's what the whole podcast is about. We pick one of these cars and go. Robbie's tying it back in. I am. I could just take my S10. And we could build it on our way. We cannot take your S10 on a road trip for no, many a, reasons. It needs a new motor first. Well, and I don't know this where one like, of us is going to stay because we're not riding three in the In S10. a manual transmission S10. two-seater S10. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it Subaru Brat style. I'll put a seat in the back facing backwards. Let's do it in like, I don't even know when a good month and there isn't one to do it. <laughs> You're going to get rained on at some point. It's either going to be raining or brutally hot. Or it's going to be 30 degrees in yeah, what's practically too May too here cold. in Iowa. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know what I would pick for my best car. Like you're I genuinely your- enjoyed like bombing back and forth across the middle of this country in my TT by I, myself. I was waiting for that. That like car I was so to, uncomfortable. I used, but I never was uncomfortable That's, in Those it. front hey. seats were awful. I thought they were great. No, they were not. TTRS. Yeah. Five cylinder noises. Yeah. No. Instant shifting. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. Yeah. Just bobbing. Nah. I used to make a lot of 12 hour, 12 I to know. 14 hour trips by myself. Just get in my car and drive till I was out of gas, fill it up and drive again. Just go. Used to do that a lot. I put a shitload of miles on that car <laughs> yes, in a yeah, very you, short you period did. of time. I nearly tripled the mileage of that car oh. from when I bought it in like eight months. That hurts. <laughs> hurts to hear. Anyway. So. Yep. I think mine would be a Mercedes either an AMG GT or an SLS. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, no kidding. Who's, who's thinking about that kind of money? What? 64 Corvette. <laughs> Excuse I me. I don't own Excuse it. Excuse me, sir. Part. A 64 Corvette's probably not much cheaper than I don't a, own it. I just bought it. Yeah, I, bar- I didn't buy it. I don't own it. Oh, I wasn't I, going to my garage and saying, well, I could take the GT or I could take the well, SLS. I assume with the whole trust fund thing. No, no, no. You no, just assume no. that you buy things. No, you maniacs. No. <laughs> Heathens. Bam, oh, the I'm, trust fund's back. You I'm just bad. assumed I was going to buy this. No. See, we assume by Adam and I are renting or borrowing from friends, and we're like, we listen, assume that you're just adding listen, to the collection. Hertz will rent you. If you go to Houston, they will rent you an AMG GT, I'm fairly certain. I know you can get an Aston Martin. So yeah, there, the there is, is practical. Maybe it's you could maybe twelve hundred. It's, it's eight hundred to twelve $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $
Oh, we're just test driving this for the day. It'll be fine. Here's my checkbook for collateral. We'll I bring have... your Fiat. They won't even question it. <laughs> I am a purveyor of fine <laughs> Italian automobiles. The green one, not the blue one. No, the, the well, we'd have to push the green one there. That's <laughs> the slight problem with that one. We could swap it. How hard could it be? The funny thing was, I had to think for a second what one you were talking Shut about. Shut up! <laughs> yeah. You're like, the green one or the blue? I was like, wait a second, which one's the green? Oh, yeah. I forgot he has that one, too. You got the green I think, one, the blue I think one? Spencer said I'm the David Freiberger of Italian cars. Is that good? My dad had a dig on you this week. <laughs> he sent me join the list. He sent me uh he sent me uh, some information about this ridiculous auction that's happening south of Des Moines here later this summer that we might go check out. But then he said podcast topic idea, Michael's uh auction in fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the longest podcast. It'd be the, yeah, <laughs> just it'd be the worst that. auction ever. Probably like this obscure <laughs> bullshit. I don't even know. Somebody bid a dollar, please, so we can move Nobody on. Nobody even knows what this is. <laughs> what do you even do with this shit? He has a warehouse full of it, but nobody knows what it does. Because you don't sell anything. You no, just, I just have keep a thing adding about to the not collection. Selling. I have a thing about not selling stuff. I feel bad. I feel so, bad about selling stuff. It's okay. It happens. The problem is I'm not being. Ev- not, it doesn't happen to everybody. The but problem it is the problem is I'm being enabled because I have storage. As soon as I'm out of storage, which is now, now I'm saying you need to stop because the next step is there's that concrete pad sitting out there, and I'm gonna have to you put, can put a, a car on that and cover it with a blue tarp. Or we just get a carport. Those aren't expensive. I, I've been thinking about building. I'm not. Let's just let's not worry about. <laughs> let's move on. What the, Robbie, can we do the news uh, presented by Titan Fuel Tanks? Yes, I can. All right, cool. So a guy took a supermoto or a supermotor pro. Does the whole season on a $1,600 Craigslist bike he found. That's impressive. 2016 season. Did the whole deal. Well, there's only six races. Well, he had to travel, though. He did have to travel all across the country. So he got it. I don't know. He applied for his pro license. Which is not that hard. Not that If you're a racer. I I assume you have to at least done the amateur races and done well. He races and he had record of his races. So he got got his pro license. Yep. And then he's like, well, I need a bike. So he found one on Craigslist for $1,600. He then blew up the engine and spent 1000 to get that fixed. And then the rest of the season was basically maintenance and a few improvements here and there, but it was basically a stock bike, and he finished eighth in the, the whole series, mostly out of uh, consistency because he finished the best he finished was seventh. That, that, to me, is amazing. That guy, the best finish he had was seventh, and he finished eighth overall. That's serious consistency. So my... This is my my lack of knowledge for this. Is that a good like what what does that bike cost if he were to go and buy it showroom if, if he, fresh? Uh, I don't know about showroom fresh, but if he wanted to be have a competitive bike that was yeah. the same as everybody like what's, else, what's it cost? Eight, what is everybody else spending? Eight grand minimum, really for the for the stock supermoto bike, and then so, then throwing factory money at it, Oof, and suspension and all that. So and then stuff. his. His bike, as it sits, is roughly like 30, 35 horsepower, and then a new one would be like forty-two to forty-five horsepower, so which doesn't sound like much until you realize that the percentage. It's is a third. Yeah, more. he probably weighs half of what his bike weighs. So that's that's a big gap to fill. Yeah, it's and a big he, jump in percentage. And he made it very clear he was not keeping up with them in the straights. Nope, they but were was able to make it up in like the tight technical stuff. He yeah. was in the same race as Ken Block. Yep. Ken Block was on one of the races, which is pretty cool. 
He, I didn't realize he raced. He does everything from time to time yeah. too. I think it's just like, what are we doing this weekend? <laughs> when you got you know monster and we'll use DC money, money and, and let's just. I was gonna say, did, didn't he start DC shoe? I think so. Didn't he? Yeah, I don't know if he's. I couldn't say if he still owns it or not. He may have sold part or all of but it. But like that's that's where all his money came from. Yeah, crazy. <clears throat> Would have never called that. So are you looking that up, Robbie? Or yeah, right? I want to make sure I got that right. I just find it really fascinating that a guy could do that. I guess you just need the attitude that you're going to do it, and you just do it. It makes me really happy that he was able to do this. Like, I I would love to shake this guy's hand. You know, he sold he sold his ownership in DC Shoes. In case you're wondering. Okay, so yeah, he's not. Is there a number there? No, probably a shit ton. If you have to ask, yeah, <laughs> definitely a shit ton. So, but anyway, this this guy should be an inspiration to us all. I love it. I think it's the, a great story. Well, here's the crazy bullshit about this that I don't understand. So he's taken part of the season off this year to build a bike. Who's not paying for his bike right at, now? At this point, well, I'd be like, if I was a if I was a company that like supplied parts for yeah. supermotos, I'd be like, dude, where's what, this, what are we where's doing? The managing mark or where's the marketing manager on this one? Right, like, what, what do you got to write that guy a check for? Like thirty grand? You you don't think that's worth that? Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's that competitive on an uncompetitive bike. Yeah. Put him on something that's on the same level good as bike. everybody else. Right. I, this guy could be a rock star. Well, he's already got more coverage than anybody else did in Supermoto last year. It's true. I, what, it, I flabbergasted. Did not understand if, that he was not sponsored. If somebody would have like jumped on this at the end of the season, like, I don't know, just let's just say Yamaha or Fox or some other motocross brand was like, you know what? We'll sponsor you next season. And then they come out with these type of articles like, and now he's sponsored by Fox. And everyone goes and looks at the Fox website and like, let's find more about this guy. And it's it's the best publicity Supermoto's had in I don't know how long. I mean, you see him on the X Games. You see him on the obscure automotive racing channel. channel. Yep. Lucas but, Oil Racing. But you yep. don't know yep. anything about it. I just, I, I can't believe the guy's having to take a season, part of a season off to build his own bike. And maybe he's and, choosing to. And maybe he won't have to. Well, that's true. He could be choosing to. But he did say he wanted to build a competitive bike. But maybe he's decided he wants to do it on his own, just to prove that you can. That's true. It could be. Maybe I'm too much of a sellout. I'd take that first check and go <laughs> around with it. Like, let's get in there. I'll be competitive. Let's do it. But I, yeah, I would too. I admit that. If it, yeah, I'm definitely. But anyway, I, I just thought that was cool. It's it kind is of a really cool, cool, feel cool good story. story. Feel good story. You can achieve your dreams, Robbie, if you just that's, commit. It's true. It's like every movie about any sporting event ever. That's how oh, it's, he's that's got how a movie deal for sure. Maybe yeah. like a if Disney that, movie. Yeah, it'll be a Disney movie, and then on he, in the end, he, in the end, he wins. Yeah, like be, a Disney made for TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can like motocrossed. Sure. Like Brink. What? You never watched Disney Channel made for TV What's movies? Motocrossed. An awesome. Disney it's exactly Channel what it sounds serious? like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a motocross the, movie. It's basically, it's basically this story. Okay, it's not this story, but it's similar. It's a girl that learns how she's she. Why are we talking about whatever? whatever. Just let it happen, uh, Robbie. Right. Disney Channel motocrossed. Okay. This girl is really good at motocross, but she can't race with the boys. Okay. So then her brother gets hurt, her twin brother. Okay. So then she impersonates being her his being him. Yeah. And then wins. Well, if people watch that, they surely watch this. <laughs> I think. I mean, there was a there was one about junior drag racing too. I did see that one. I, I don't know, remember what it was called. That was I never watched around that the time that I had done my junior drag racing. One race, and I was, you know, I was like, Man, this is kind of cool. And so I, I did see that one. Yeah. It was almost at the exact same time. I forgot that you had done it once. Hell yeah. And the golf cart was faster than the junior drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they had some, like, just 
I don't even know what they had done to it. It had all the batteries must have been wired differently, or they were twenty four volt batteries or something like that. That fucking thing would do forty miles an hour. It's nope. crazy. That's all. The f- like, how fast was your junior? Oh, not that fast at all. It was really? the one that Eddieville owned. So it was it's like probably like a bone stock five horse Briggs and Stratton. Oh yeah, def- definitely. Okay. And I think they built this this golf cart literally to chase the junior dragster around if need be. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But that was my that's my. I think it's cool racing. that Eddieville has one you can rent like that, because I don't I don't remember any other track having that opportunity. Yeah, I wonder if they still do. And I was I was scared shitless the first time I did it, and so. I could see, like, from a parent standpoint, it being really hard to to justify going all in for a kid like me. But the minute I got to do it, I was like, "Let let's do let's keep this. doing it." So I hope they still do that because that's really cool. Be interesting. I don't, yeah, I don't know for sure. But anyway, Robbie, what's next? Uh, Bridgestone is preparing to release airless tires. Tweels. Tweels, which is not new. <laughs> no, we've been talking about this. No, but literally said Michelin had one of these ten years ten ago. years ago. But you said that you didn't think, when we talked about this last time, you said you kind of wondered whether or not they had they were at the point where they could release this, but weren't because of lost revenue. Oh, it's conspiracy, bro, for sure. 100%. Michael's on a chemtrails. Chem- I remember chemtrails. that conversation. Chemtrails. Hashtag yeah. chemtrails. chemtrails. Hashtag I've been flowers. watching way too, or listening to way too much Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. Which is just a conspiracy theory, you know, oh, all day, all day long, chemtrails and flat earth and all I that can't stuff. Listen it's to that hilarious, stuff. dude. You got to do it. it. The government it. is watching us, man. I know they're listening to the show, but I know. That's, well, yeah, that's this, separate. it's on iTunes. But that's though, because so that's, they love us. Yeah, not because there's some government employee that's like these these kids are they get awesome. It. Yeah, yep. they get it exactly. But if you're a government employee, let let us know because <laughs> that would make me really happy. Anyway, it's conspiracy. How could you invent something ten years ago? Because and not have released it. Because Michelin makes this for like golf carts, uh, lawnmowers, skid, skid loaders, loaders, stuff like that. A lot of farm equipment, for smaller tire farm equipment. Where a really stiff suspension's okay, but like you can't drive a car with this. Like this, Bridgestone isn't coming out with a car. No, uh, they're coming out with a bike. It's for a bike. Bike tire. And even that's the only reason they can make that work is because they have suspension on the bike. So and you're then. telling me there's no way. Bridgestone or Michelin with their billions of dollars could invent an airless tire. Flat Earth. That's all. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying everything they've come out with and that they've shown, you would not want to drive. I agree, but a lot of those tires that they have that are airless are like solid. I mean, they do have some suspension in them, but most of those, like a skidster tire, that's a solid piece of rubber. I mean, this is a different. There was a guy a few years ago that did power tour on Tweels. Hey, really? You yeah. gotta be shitting me, seriously? No. On what? Hundred percent. He had like a like a street rod, and he worked for some company, and they had they put him through power tour, and, and he had a set of wheels, and so he had the wheel piece yeah. in the middle, yep, and then the tire and it had no sidewall, and it showed like their structure that was inside that yep. still gave like a regular tire. Told you, conspiracy, bro. Hundred hmm. percent. But when you don't get flat tires and ruptured sidewalls, then you don't have to replace tires as often. The last tire I bought was one that had a ruptured sidewall, which wouldn't be a thing. I have only replaced tires because they wore them out. Knock on wood. I've had punctures, and I had a ruptured sidewall, and I've had worn-out tires, obviously. I ran over a Snapple bottle once. Did that (laughs) flatten your side? Had to replace that one. (laughs) But it's not a thing. That wouldn't be a thing. So, So... Release a study that shows how many how many tires 
this Bridgestone replace because they were punctured or they were structural. The structural integrity of the tire was questionable. I think you could still damage the structural integrity of the wheel, but not as often as an air-filled tire. Which is why they're going to cost. They're going to cost more. Yeah, they're going to cost more because they got to make up for that. Yes. All joking aside, but I'm still not on board. I don't really think it's gonna. I don't think you're gonna get the same performance. And I bet you could get better performance. I don't think you'll get as comfort. Good comfort. Definitely, you're definitely not getting the comfort. But you can you can compensate with that with your suspension. That's gonna cost more money. You'd have well, to have a that's car for the OEMs to. You'd have to have a car out. that's designed for it from the get go. Yep. Absolutely. Which means that this won't be a viable thing for the common man for ten years. Well, fifteen that might years. Be true. We got an article later on that says the common man is making himself piss poor by buying new cars anyway. So that's true. I don't have new cars and I'm piss poor. Well, what I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That, well, we'll get to that when it comes. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm not buying that it's not viable. I think you know OEMs work with tire companies all the time to design their cars in conjunction with a tire. I think that it, it can be done. I think the motivation is not there. Is is my point? I agree with you. It's going away from what this article was, which is they're making a bike tire, but, yeah. you know. I, when I was uh, five years old, I had a twill on my bike. Big deal. That was solid rubber cool, inner Are you saying cool story, bro? Yeah, it was a saying? solid rubber inner tube. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, what my kind of bicycle? Bike was it? My little bicycle? Yeah. My dad, like, bought him at the hardware store and put him in the bike. Yeah, like, it's like a trike, those, like, big urethane wheels. No, it was a regular bike. Yeah. With regular bike wheels. Yeah. But instead of having an inner tube in it, it was solid with air, rubber. the inner tube was solid rubber. Oh, yeah, I've seen it was, that. It, was, it still had a gap in it, didn't it? You just didn't fill it with air. Right. Or was it all rubber? No. I, well, I don't know. I never cut it in half. Oh, okay. It was all rubber. I think it was solid rubber. There oh. may have been a small yeah. air cavity in the center. Yeah. But, like, I didn't have to worry about running over nails and stuff like that riding around on the farm. But they were heavy. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they would be heavy. Yeah. wasn't bunny hopping that bad boy. <laughs> It was probably wrote a little Try rough, as too. I might. Probably wrote a little funny as I, well. Five-year-old me does not Doesn't remember. care? Your spine Couldn't didn't remember, remember that? No. 25-year-old Adam would probably. <laughs> I you probably feel it. I would be willing to bet you that it's been 20 years since I've been on a bicycle. 20 years? What? How old are you, 28? I'll be 30 in June. Oh, that's right. You just said that. Yeah. 20 years? Really? 20 years? You I'll didn't ride a bike as I'll a teenager? I bet it's been at least 15. Well, no, I probably rode one. Begrudgingly. Early teens. Somebody make you ride a bike you didn't want to. Well, <laughs> I started roller. How dare you? How dare you? I don't want to ride this fucking you, bike. You jerk. I started rollerblading when I was 14. I don't think I've been on a bike since. That's probably true. I've had no reason to be. If I needed to go somewhere, I put skates on and I skated there. Sometimes I hang out with people that like bicycle for fun and no. they're not my friends anymore. So. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. I actually, no, that is true. Mountain biking is a lot of fun. It's that a, I would do. It's Definitely. a great way to that's die. That's totally different. Like if you no, wanted, I'm all about it. If you wanted to kill you, like you want to like let's do extreme well, it's I'd, probably not as bad as bull riding. I'd but enjoy it, it. I'm I'm down. I need I'm gonna know. I'm gonna shout out a listener, Chris. He knows who he is. Yeah. He does mountain bike stuff. Yeah. And I think it looks like fun. It is it but is. But I have a lot no interest in pedaling up and down a street. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. But the problem with mountain biking is it's it's fun until it's not fun, and then when it's not fun, it's because a bone is sticking out of where it shouldn't have been. But that was you know, the last 15 years of my life rollerblading, too, so it's whatever. It's all right, yeah. It's, it's just, whatever. It's all good. Worth it. I'd be down for Ups mountain biking. Ups and downs, biking. Michael. Ups and downs. I'd be down for mountain biking. The problem is everybody's like, yeah, dude, you should get into it. Like, an entry-level bike's like three or $400. I'm like, 
That's really cool, dude. But like, but car what parts. If I don't are ex- like it. Car parts are expensive, dude. And like, I know I, I like gonna, cars. Like Craigslist, you can get some deals and stuff, man. I don't think they I can carbon do this. fiber bicycles, Robbie. I know they do. They're, they're very expensive. Like three grand for it's a probably, cheap probably the low end. Yeah, you can buy. You could spend ten grand on a bike. Yeah, very. You, you can easily. also spend ten grand on a two forty that works. <laughs> you can spend five grand on a two forty that works. We've seen that. It's true. You spent thirteen hundred dollars on one. Remember? Well, it work, works. works. Yeah, I guess it worked. It had it, three it different worked. tires and five different wheels. That thing was for sale like a little bit too long. Like I looked at it a couple too many yeah. times. You know what I mean? It's like, well, do I need this? Well, he was try- he was trying to sell it for too long, which means he was willing to make a deal. I was like, a thousand. Wonder if he ever made it to Washington. Blue tarp. You know what I mean? Backyard. Yeah, that's right, all I was it, in. In that pad right, right there. there. Yeah. Fit right on that pad right there. It doesn't. It almost didn't need a tarp. No, that's savings right there. Yeah. So let's sit in the rain. Screw it. <laughs> Anyway. So anyway, bike. Is this bike or like bicycle or motorcycle? What are you talking about? The twill. Bike. Oh, bicycle. 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 Yeah. Okay. Like queen. Nobody cares about bicycles. So I had one of these when I was seven. Yeah. So you're, you're, cool you're story, going bro. full cool story, bro. Cool on story, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy. Flat oh. earth. Continue. <laughs> Enough of the flat earth. <laughs> What's we can't ever have water, Joe, again. <laughs> no more. So I, just to be clear, I don't believe in flat Earth. I don't believe in chemtrails. I just think it's hilarious that, that people do that people do, and people like add like have millions and millions of viewers that regularly listen to them talk about flat Earth. And so I listen to it on Joe Rogan. He's and he has guests, and it's hilarious. He's been sliding random. I know, <laughs> dude. It worked. His Instagram did it I got, work? I got a flat did Earth follower. A- yeah, I did. <laughs> People are gonna listen to this whole episode. The only thing they're gonna get out of it and comment on is this tidbit of. This is the worst episode ever. It's water in flat Earth, and it's gonna be the favorite of everybody somehow. Damn it! Can we move on, please? What is the next thing? All right, so Montana was a great place to dodge the supercar taxes. So what people were doing was. I'm okay. I'm okay. okay? Have some water, Joe. You broke me a little bit. My eyes are actually You're interrupting me, but it's fine. My bad, Have some water, Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, just drink a little water. Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. Anyways, so people are buying these really expensive cars and then taking or registering them in Montana so they don't have to pay sales tax on it. So they were- Somehow um, this was legal, and I think they're trying to make it still legal, but they're going to tax them anyways. So you could get around it by registering it with an LLC. Yep. So I did the math. You could uh, have a- Law firm. Okay. Set up an LLC for you. Yep. Doing it. Got my supercar. In Montana for $70. Ooh. And then, uh, so if you bought a McLaren P1 for $1.5 million. Okay. If you wanted to register that in uh, California, your sales tax would be $120,000. That's a bummer. (laughs) And if you wanted to register it in Montana, all you would have to pay is the $200 registration fee. Ooh. Plus the seventy dollars. Plus the seventy dollars. So two hundred and seventy dollars versus what was that other number again? One hundred twenty thousand. Okay. And um, I'm not good at math, but <laughs> that's a big gap. <laughs> also, I don't do a lot of math for a living, but I'm pretty sure I know which one I want to choose. Also, Montana doesn't do any vehicle inspections or emission testing. See, this is where I don't, I don't know that they really talked about it in this article, but I know a lot of guys in California that register imported cars in Montana. Because, like, skylines and stuff like that, because then they don't have to deal with emissions, because you can almost never get them to pass in nope. California. Nope. So, there's uh, 83, 83 Hurricanes, according to Montana <laughs> statistics. 83, huh? Yep. And 23 McLaren P1s. 
That seems like a lot. <laughs> I didn't realize there were 23 McLaren P1s in this country. Yep, but there are 23 of them in, are in Montana. They're all in Montana. There's yep. only like 23 people in Montana, but... Yep. It gets it's, it gets sketchy because like every state has their own law on uh, driving a vehicle without of... Like if you live in that state and you're driving a, your license out of from state. out of state. Yeah. So like some people can actually get in trouble for this, but in general it's... Okay. Somewhat legal. I'm betting that fine is still cheaper than the $120,000 tax. Mm. And then the 1% tax they're proposing in Montana is still cheaper than registering in your home state. So, so Mon- people will still do it, but Montana will make a payday off it. Which, which go Montana. Yeah, which seems fair. I think it seems More fair. More power to you, Montana. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still find it weird that we have states that don't do income tax and other states that do. Without, I mean, without getting into politics, I just think that's strange. Well, like South Dakota doesn't because they have so much um, tourist income. Really? They don't need to. That they don't bother with an income tax if you live in South Dakota because huh. all those tourists. I'll be damned. The more you know. So I know that's why South Dakota doesn't do it. <clears throat> so it also sounds like a real pain in the ass. I mean, for $120,000, I suppose. You'd get around I it. Get you, around just, that. you just tell your assistant to take care of it. Let's be real here. Yeah. If I have a million-dollar car, I got enough money to have somebody else do it. Yeah. What's next, Robbie? <laughs> Uh, the average new car price is $34,077. It's many dollars, Robbie. That's a lot of dollars. And they That's wonder why us millennials crazy. aren't buying new cars. We're not interested in cars, Robbie. It's because we don't have $34,077 lying around. For the average car. For an Accord. Or a Camry. Or right. any other... Exactly. Adam, you had something on yes. this. I know you did. All right. So I one of the things that they talked about in here was that... Uh, uh, the Accord, with adjusted values for what was a year, like 76 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh, you could have bought, with the adjusted value for inflation, the price of that Accord would have been two Chevelle SS with a 396 in them, and you'd still have $500 left over. And so I don't, I mean, I wasn't alive in 76, so I don't really know exactly. 67? 67. 67? Is that what the year is? Yeah. Is that what the year they it was ran with? Sixty six. Okay. But it was a three twenty seven SS. Yep. Three, you guys are in the GM like three ninety six. No, it's no. an SS three ninety six. It's an SS three twenty seven. Pretty sure at three ninety six. Three ninety six. Damn it. It's just three ninety six. All right. Fair enough. That's later. It's a sixty six Chevelle. Sixty six Chevelle though. Okay. Anyway, um, what do you think would be a comparable car now to that? Uh, then. Robbie's, did you say Challenger or Charger? I said Charger. Charger, Charger. well, it's close enough. Let's, let's the, just go with that because we I have I think a, the sake. RT, but it'd have to be Challenger because Chevelle's sure. a two-door. whatever. Well, it's going to be relatively the same price, but we know what the price is of Robbie's car, which was, 40, what again, 45000 used 000? price is 45000 Oh, that was used. Yeah. So what's a new one? Like, I don't know, like 60, damn near. 55, 60? Let's say 55. Is that fair? That's sure. Crazy different. So you could buy. I mean, they're not even comparing with their Accord versus Chevelle comparison. They're not even comparing apples to apples, and it's still a hugely different number. Yeah, I, I agree. It's ridiculous. I did many maths to come up with the amount of money that you should make to buy a thirty-four thousand dollars car. What is that? So I made some assumptions here. So just roll with me for a second. So we got a thirty-four thousand dollars car. And let's assume 5% sales tax, which I think that's what it is for cars in the state of Iowa. And let's assume you have a $500 dock fee, which is probably low, to be honest. 5% interest rate, which I understand in this climate could potentially be high. 
But every time I've ever tried to go in and buy a car from them, I tried to explain that to them when they're doing the price. And I say, nobody's paying a 5% interest rate unless you have a shitty credit score, but they always want to price them at eight. So let's just choose five. (laughs) I just, I can't explain finance stuff. Business things. Anyway, so according to, I think it was interestrate.com or interest.com, something like that, they say you should put down 20%. Yeah. You should. Nobody does. Nobody does. You should finance it for forty-eight months. Nobody, Nobody does. does. And I was going to say, I don't it's think damn near like either. eighty-four. Right, exactly. And it should be less than ten percent of your gross income. So that's pre-tax income. So not the check that you get. No, you get your check, you get your pay stub. It's a top-line number. Multiply that out for your, you know, yearly or monthly or however you want to calculate that. It's that top-line number before taxes. The car payment that you make on a monthly basis should be ten percent or less of that number. Tracking with me? Yes, we're with you. What's okay. that number? So you do all that math and all that dicking around, and you come up with a six hundred and seventy-five dollar a month payment, even with the down payment at forty-eight months. So nearly seventy seven hundred dollars, which means you need to make eighty-one thousand dollars a year to buy the average car in an ideal scenario where you're going to finance it. The median household a, income in the United States, I think, is $56,000. That's household. almost what I pay for my mortgage escrow the whole nine yards. Yep. Not quite, but nearly. So then, my $100,000 so house. Let's say on a good day, this is you need to make $20,000 more than the average. the average household income to buy the average car. To buy the average car. Do I that, man. Think about that. I blame the government. It's a conspiracy, bro. <laughs> Flat Earth, man. Yeah, Flat Earth, yeah bro. man. Have you even seen oxygen it's before? A- okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about that for it's like, so fucked up. It is. And you think about what's in cars now that wasn't in, you know, 40 years ago, like backup cameras. Yeah, that's a, the a, argument. A thousand uh, safety pieces, like 10 different airbags for the drivers. Uh, not Knees, all the sensors, all, autonomous driving, everybody right. thinks they need. So, I mean, so, some of it is shit that we don't need that we think we need. Yep. And some of it is stuff that's imposed on car makers that well, they yeah, have like, to do. Imagine, to take it back to our topic for a second, drive that Chevelle across country. How miserable are you? Death trap. You probably have some sort of like lung disease. From the All the, the fuel, yeah, the fumes that are coming, the carbon monoxide, the fuel spewing out of the carburetors, all that stuff coming in through the normal things that I experience when I'm driving the Fiat, that stuff, but for like 13 hours, not yeah. ideal. Now, now do that in a Honda, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. So I, I understand that cars have come a long ways in 40 years. I get that, but are they really worth that much more? I can't and, say and that for why sure. Why can't I buy a car that doesn't have like because I, I don't drive across the country all the time. I have a ten minute commute to work, and driving ten minutes to work wouldn't be so bad in a Chevelle. No, be fun. Well, I mean, just as if that was the normal car. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So why can't why can't I get a car that's got less of those things, but is reasonable for me to own? You can. It's like a Nissan Versa for twelve thousand dollars. But his point is, 
you know, for twelve grand in '66 or '67, you own, you could have bought a regular Chevelle Ferrari. <laughs> for well, for twelve grand, and adjusted for inflation, you could have almost bought the Chevelle. Almost gotten the SS. Yeah, because the seventeen thousand. So the what can you buy for seventeen thousand dollars now? A, quickly, I mean a used Maxima. Okay, so that money that you spent on that car in '66, you could have gone to the dealership and picked out whatever color Chevelle you wanted with the big block and said, this is what I'm taking home. Big block and, and you the passed, speed You passed a bunch of shit under it. You could have had a car for way cheaper than that. That was kind of the, no, I shouldn't say the car, but that's, a you know, on GM scale, that was pretty towards the top. That was mid, mid to upper. Sorry, I'm losing my voice for some reason. But yeah, I'm We've with talked a lot today. It's that coffee thing that's killing you. No, it's, I don't know what the deal is. You need more water, Joe. I should, oh, sorry, can we get some water, Joe? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, it, you're right, it is ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. It's outrunning inflation by like it, a, by a, by a huge lot. margin. And the other problem with that is, is that that's the average car. What do we see here in the Midwest that everybody thinks they need $60, to have? $60,000 trucks. So, I mean, quick math, it's wrong because percentage rates, interest rate, compounding, uh-huh. interest, all that bullshit. Quick math says no that it should be you would have to make about $150,000 a year to have like a top spec F150. And everybody has one and they don't and everybody has that one. money. Right. Or maybe everyone's just that successful. Maybe we just suck. Yeah. No. No, that's probably. Not it. <laughs> but it's it's the problem is you can go up there, you know, I bet in a truck you can get like 80 month financing with 0% down. They run 0% down all the time. a billion month financing on trucks all the time. You hear it on the radio all the time, $1 down gets you in a car. Yep. Like or sign on the line at Volkswagen, get whatever the hell car you want with no money down. And you want two hundred and twenty dollars a week. Yeah. You can get a or, Kia. You can do it for you can do it for like two hundred a month. They were doing they were uh, advertising just last week two hundred and twenty two dollars for two cars for a lease. Two cars. Two hundred and twenty two dollars for two Kia Optimas. On lease. On lease. Or hundred and eleven dollars a month for one. That's a cheap car. Do we need a Kia Optima? Probably no, not. No, no you okay. don't want that. Just checking. But I wouldn't be terrible just to drive to work and back and forth and not have to worry about my my connecting rod making oh, a hole in the man. side of my S10. <laughs> well, it is a Kia, so you might still have that worry. It's Robbie, got a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. A, it's probably the Koreans a, have it sorted out, Robbie. It's probably a better car than anything you want to buy brand new from a warranty perspective. Oh, from a warranty perspective? Oh, sure. you can't beat that warranty. You can't talk shit about Nissan though. Adam. That's He's probably good, I'm not, but it's probably a better <laughs> like mechanically speaking, it's probably a better car than a Nissan. Or at least they Whoa. will warranty yeah. it. Uh, being I would I I'm gonna have to agree with him on this. They warranty it better. If if it was worse, they would go bankrupt. The, yeah. It, in long term it has to work out. If you can make a better car up front, it's gonna be cheaper to warranty the car over the course of the warranty. If they were making terribly unreliable and terrible mechanical cars they would be bankrupt already because they have a ridiculous warranty. Yeah, true. So therefore, a Hyundai is better than all the, the all than these mechanics Nissan. are going to come at us and be like, oh, I hate working on Kias, blah blah blah." Oh, I'm, but I'm but fully aware of that. Whatever. <laughs> I have not met a mechanic that likes to work on anything yet. So that's true. They always have an excuse. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm just saying that that motor's terrible. It's got a bearing, and you know they go into the whole thing. Every time I ask I Josh it. what I should buy, or every don't time I, oh, I want to buy this, no, don't, that, don't, don't buy, buy that. Don't buy that. Well, what can't I buy? I can't buy stop, anything. Stop by asking him to buy. I'm not buying a Miata. Josh. Stop, stop asking him if you can buy 911s. That's the problem. They all have that same bearing issue. 
You think you'd learn after the first time he told you that? All the 911s have been <laughs> cross shopping lately. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just let it go, Adam. Just let the 911 go. Pick something else. I just want a portion of my life. Well, we can't have everything that we want. And that's exactly the point of this that I was trying to make. <laughs> so we're spending way too much money on cars. There's a, there is a real issue where analysts are concerned because what they do then is they take these loans, they put them in a pool and they divide them up and they sell them as securities and you could, you can buy them. I'm well, I don't know that we could buy them, but bank, you know, other banks and financial institutions and hedge funds and all that stuff can buy them. There's a concern that the default rate on those is actually higher than what they're rated at because everybody's going to default on these loans. If something it's happens, be a housing bubble, <laughs> right? Style it's, it's the same. It's the exact same problem. I don't it's think it'll have as problem. big of an economic impact as as our housing bubble did a few years ago, but it's not going to be pretty. No, it just means that if you have a used car and there's fine, if you have a car with a financing on it, you're that's your car now for till your financing's run out. It's you tons know. of fun to be upside down on a car. Let me tell you, so much fun. No, no, no. Can't wait to get back into that position again. Please don't ever. I won't. I can assure you. <laughs> but I can tell you right now that, that this is why it could. It, there will be a bubble with auto loans. Yes. And people will get stuck with the car they have, which is fine if you're going to plan on driving it and paying it off, but most people don't. They drive it, trade it, drive it, trade it, drive it, trade it, drive it, you know, and they don't ever finish the loan, and they don't ever put any money down on it. <clears throat> so. So I got one more quick thing, then we'll move on. Uh Few months, or a few weeks back, we talked about how uh, when we were talking about Tesla being worth more than Ford, uh, we talked about how much of a profit Ford had posted. Yep, and it was in like twenty three billion dollars or something ridiculous. Yeah, over a number of years, over whatever like it was. five yep. years. Yep, which means that they're making plenty of money. Right, like. Do they really need to sell their cars at that price if they're making $23 billion profit over expenses? That's an interesting question. I wonder where that money is coming from. Or going to. Because there's always this, and I don't, I don't, I'm not an expert in new car sales, but they always try to tell you that like they're losing money on selling the car, which, okay, fair enough. But so, you know, are they making that off parts then on the back end? You know, where, where is Ford's actual revenue coming from? Which you could find out because it's a publicly traded company. But, I mean, where, where's it? Where's the money coming from? Would be my question. But my my point is maybe conspiracy theory here. Yeah, flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling these cars because we continue to buy them. And if we weren't buying them at that price, they wouldn't be that price. Oh, I, I, oh 100%. 100%. You know, and it's the problem we've talked about before where you have to select an option package to get an option that you really want. And then you end up spending like two grand more than you wanted to. There's yeah. that issue. And then, you know, people get shit on cars that they don't need. You know, I'm guilty of that too. Every time I buy a car now, I'm like for a daily, I'm like, I want heated leather seats. Do I need heated leather seats? No, but they were so nice. They are so nice. But like, do you need, you know, Apple, whatever car thing? And yes, you, because then you can listen to podcasts. Damn it. <laughs> you do Damn it. You do need that. Buy, so you my, do need that. our suggestion would be to buy the $34,000 cord then because it comes with- With Apple with, iPlay. Yeah. So, but- Or Android's version thereof, whatever that's called. Realistically, we're part of the problem because we do buy the cars and uh, we select too many options. But it just seems like you made $23 billion. Like maybe, maybe you would have been just fine making- Fifteen billion dollars and selling your cars ten percent cheaper, so maybe I could have afforded one. 
Yeah, but that doesn't that goes uh, against the whole capitalist system. I understand bro. that, but the capitalist conspiracy. But, you know what I'm saying? It just <laughs> sucks for me. Understood. Because I don't make fifty six thousand. No, it was eighty one thousand. Eighty one thousand dollars a year. Just I, you. I and if your if your wife, girlfriend, fiance wants a car, she needs to also make eighty one thousand dollars a year. You need as a household to buy two average cars. You need to make one hundred sixty two thousand dollars a year. My household doesn't make that. I'm just. I, I understand <laughs> that. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. doing the math. You know, and that's that's an ideal scenario as well. So I understand that that never happens, but that's what they tell you you should do. So anyway, I think we beat that horse to death. Thanks, so Robbie. Guys, it is Sunday when this comes out, May thirtieth. Yes, that sounds about right. Yep. Let's go with that. Not no May. May. No shit. <laughs> Damn it. April thirtieth. April thirtieth. April thirtieth. Not May at all. Meaning tomorrow. Uh, as you're listening, right. tomorrow, tomorrow, May, May 1st, May 1st at 5 p.m. is the end of the Titan Tanks Sidekick Tank giveaway. So you need to go to our Instagram, and it's the April 21st post. 21st post. Go to it. Read the instructions. Do the thing with the tag and the follow and the mishmash and the whole deal, and you'll get entered into the contest. And then give us a couple days to figure it out, and then we'll we'll announce a winner. But do that. Go to the Instagram, April 21st. Follow the instructions. You'll be entered to win a tank. You don't need to do anything to enter as far as monetary or anything like that. Just follow the instructions. Here's the easiest way to find it. I got real crazy with this. <laughs> Go to our website, 1010spodcast.com. Find this week's latest uh, show notes, okay. and I can embed that Instagram post oh in the goodness. show note. Oh, my goodness. And then you can just click on that. It'll bring you straight to it. Bam. Do tagging things and tag, follow, comment, follow, like. Just, yeah. Enter, win. Robbie will be all happy. Win things. Oh, yeah. All sorts get, of alerts. Get the things for free. Who who wouldn't want a free sidekick tank? I don't know. Everyone wants one. There's no Adam reason, there's no reason not to want it. I think we need to end the show because I've had too much water, Joe. I can tell. I, can need, I need, I'm a little antsy, so let's, let's <laughs> end it. I gotta pee really bad. Well, there's one bathroom. You're gonna have to wait. I know. Damn it. Peace he, out. He owns it.